Wow. Hey. Hey, so uh, we just talked for about 15 solid minutes with really good quality <laughs> content. And my dumbass realized that we weren't recording and that the SM card wasn't in there. I'm a fucking idiot. Hey, you ever start a podcast before? Let's, uh, should, so uh, should we like have the same conversations over, pretend that we're doing this again? Yeah, how how is your week, Maggie? Well, first let's introduce our guest. <laughs> Like great guest today. We have a lovely guest. One of my faves. Please, the dancer of my life. Please welcome to the studio, <laughs> Caitlin Shen. Hey, hey, welcome hi. again. Thank you so and much. I already said this, but let me tell you my f- favorite story about, <laughs> about <laughs> Caitlin. Uh, we did Dr. Spookers. Someone dropped out and Caitlin just like came in like a superhero, learned all her lines and did the goddamn thing. And I did. Yeah. And I'll repeat the fact that <laughs> she should always be that person saved or you just want to make you a, need a person. To start. She should be the person. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Are yes, you casting yes. a person? It should be Caitlin. It should Jen. be Caitlin. <laughs> yes. That's what I'm Thanks, trying Jen. to say. Yes. Holy shit. Uh, and then we talked about movies. This is, this is a cra- yeah. this is a great start to our episode. It's fine. It's how's fine. it going, Let's Caitlin? Good. I'm good. Just coming out of being off work for eight days. How was that? It was great. I went back. I was there Thursday and Friday, so it was like a nice little like nice toe little in the water. like yeah. And then had the weekend, and then back at it tomorrow. Yeah. With all of the energy, all the energy, to just like do trying to be positive in 2020. I think I will be the same way because I had to take the whole entire week off because I was sick. And then I was doing that gross thing where I was like feeling guilty about being sick and being like, hey, I need to look out for myself and take some time off to rest. And I think that's just like gross millennial culture. Oh, yeah. I had my appendix out and the next day I was like, I shouldn't miss work. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I stayed home, but like I had guilt that I. It sucked. So, Caitlin, how was your New Year's Eve? It's great. It was super chill. Uh, we were up in Houghton, uh, in the UP, and please tell the story as beautifully as you did last night. Okay, I'll try. Um, we went to dinner uh, at a place that we'd been to a couple days before. We really liked it, so we made reservations. Uh, it snowed like crazy up there, so. Um, we weren't sure if we were going to be able to go, but then the roads were fine because Houghton has their shit together up there. Hello. Um, yeah, they're like, this isn't our first road yet. Yeah, it was nuts how good the roads were. I was a little embarrassed at how impressed I was, but... <laughs> <laughs> That's a real thing. You're from yeah. Michigan, so yeah. we pay attention to roads. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, roads are our forte. Yeah. They're usually really bad. Terrible. Yeah, they're terrible Hot down take. Here. The roads in Michigan are kind of bad. Yeah, they're bad. Well, you have a... Even though we are the motor salt. city and we fucking make cars, we have horrible roads. <laughs> um, yeah, so we went to dinner and then we came back, uh, hung out in the hotel room. Uh, we played some board games, watched some Red Wings hockey. Uh, what you drink? Oh, I brought a, b- <laughs> I brought a bottle of unopened Blanton whiskey that I'd been holding out for something special. So we had some uh, whiskey right before the midnight uh, countdown, and then we went outside to the lake. And uh, we did the countdown on an app and watched the countdown. And Uh then we were on the lake and then uh, Houghton kind of is on top of that. So uh, when it hit midnight, we could hear everyone in the bars and stuff like cheering and we could hear fireworks, couldn't see them, but it was very cool. And then we went to bed and got up five o'clock in the morning to come home. (laughs) That's so, how long does it take to drive from there? Um, 
it takes about I mean like nine and a half yeah, hours with a like drive. no God. stopping. Okay, um, Michigan. She was on the yeah. tippy tippy top tippy, of the UP. Um, but yeah, so we left at like six thirty in the morning. We got home by like four thirty with like one stop in Gaylord for food and gas. Okay. Yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, that sounds beautiful. It was. And Brendan? I, I didn't do anything because I was sick. Uh, I think I was watching A Quiet Place that evening. Mm-hmm. I, I had a whole entire marathon of movies, which I normally never do. I watched A Quiet Place. I rewatched Book Smart, which is a lot of fun. Ugh, love it. Fucking love We've talked about this yes. so many times. Oh my it's God. such a good I movie. I fucking love that movie. And so, so like, much. I only saw it one time in theaters, and I was stoned out of my mind so I was like this will be like watching a new movie yeah. the second time yeah. and then I like there's a lot of details that I like didn't pick up on it's like oh this is and I rewatched a million parts like over and yeah. over and over oh, again because it so is good. you still haven't seen it right no I've seen it you saw it yes it's like one of the fucking funniest comedy films in the last like 10 years I think I would disagree <gasps> um let's get into it let's get into it someone bring out the bells uh no i ding, did ding. like it um but i was like uninterested for the first hour and then i finally felt like it picked up steam but i really just felt like it was a mirror image of what her brother did with super bad mm. which i i liked i thought it was a nice like flip of what you know these yeah this different type of i mean it's clicking. definitely super bad for 10 years later Right. Yeah. And a little more culturally appropriate, a little more like it was a, a a nice like switch because it was like from like the the nerdy girls yeah. perspective. And so I thought that was fun. But then once I like got into it, I did like it a lot more. But I, I did think it was too long. I get what you're saying about like the super bad thing. But it's like it's been a good, in my opinion, long while since we've had like a good coming of age yes. end of high school film I'm a sucker for and those. when i watch it Same. i was like i feel like it's 2008 again and yeah. i'm finishing high school and i feel like the whole world's ahead of me and i'm going to like leave behind all this other stuff but also it was directed by a woman yeah. and you could totally tell that you when you're watching totally the movie tell. it's like this is a very fun set that all these people are on yeah. there are two gay characters it's like you never get that yeah. in a movie like there's going to be one gay kid who's like got four lines yeah I um, loved it. No, I thought it was really good. You yeah. are lo- you're I, allowed to think what you think. Yeah. I just thought it was long. That's all. You know, some comedies are a little too long. I Thank you. You know, they <laughs> Thank you for being here for me, Caitlin. <laughs> but I really did love the movie and I the whole time I was watching it, a big thing for me was that like it made me happy to know that there were younger girls out there that were going to see this and have that whereas like I had super bad in movies like that and while I mostly always identified with the male characters in the movies, but we didn't really have any other characters as yeah, teenage like the- girls to like, yeah. you know, you had right. to like find those movies. There's one scene in particular in Booksmart that the whole time I was watching it, I was like, I felt safe watching the scene because I knew I could feel that a woman was directing. It's being handled. Yes. It felt very safe. What part? The bathroom scene. Yeah, where they're all talking shit about Molly. No, no the with they the, were like hooking up. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It just If yeah, a man was some, doing that, it would just there be There was something just very like real and vulnerable about it that felt safe. And yeah, I liked it. Yeah, I really did. Also, uh, I think Billy Lord gave her best performance ever in that movie cuz I I so like I think she's fine. She's on American Horror Story and she oh, was on okay. Scream Queens and stuff. And Scream Queens is when I first found out about her. But I was kind of like, you're Carrie Fisher's 
daughter and I think that's why you're getting stuff. And then I saw this movie and I was like, you're actually a legitimately very talented comedic actress. So I got all the respect now. Yeah, she did like it. She was she was funny in it. Um New Year's Eve. So you were So sick. yeah, I watched a bunch of movies. What did yeah. you do? Um I went to Mount Clements, which I have not been to in a long time. I am uh, famously an East Sider, <laughs> so <laughs> and it was awesome. Like it was there weren't very many people there, but it was like a great excuse for me and my cousin Bat to get all like dressed up fabulously and like go to this mm-hmm. event and I love me some drag queen so Mm -hmm. I had a blast and we got like everything for free because we had these like free VIP tickets for my friend and so uh, I drank all of the featured cocktails hell yeah several of them (laughs) and there was uh, this one queen all of them were really great but there was this one queen who was literally living for me and I was vice versa (laughs) living for her and we like caught eyes at one of the dance breaks because there was like they first came out and did a Spice Girls routine all of them dressed like Spice Girls and they did like a mashup of a bunch of their songs and then they went away for a minute and then there was like this dance pause where all of us were like dancing to just whatever the DJ was playing and some of the queens came out and the one I loved came out and was like standing over uh, the speaker that I was like dancing next to and her and I just caught eyes while lip syncing to Rihanna and I was just like oh my god is this what love is like and immediately we were just like oh yeah for the rest of yeah Yeah. for the rest of the night we had uh, for the rest of the night we had crushes on each other and when she like came out into the audience and was performing she directly was pointing at me coming walking (laughs) over to me and just like dancing for me and it was the most perfect moments of my life and she was so fucking good. Sounds so fabulous. Good. Oh, so you had a I love good it. New Year's Eve. Well, yeah. So the event was really fun. But my cousin Beth, like every time we went outside so she could smoke a cigarette, <laughs> like ghost town in Mount Clemens. Ghost town. And this used to be like the city where it was at, you yeah. know, on the east side. And so we we're like, that's a little weird. And so at like one in the morning, we're like, let's leave the event and go to a bunch of the bars around town for the last hour. Yeah. And we went to like two bars we used to hang out at in our early 20s. Dead. Completely dead. And we we're like, God, we should have just not left the event. What the hell? It was so crazy. And then we tried to stay. We were like, well, let's just stay at this little hotel in the city um, so we don't have to like drive home or anything you guys we rented a hotel room at this place i'm not kidding it was like the fucking bates motel i was like oh, no. bat pack your fucking bags get in the malibu we're out of here oh my I'm not god kidding. you didn't we even like, stay no no <laughs> you we, get your money back yes absolutely i called hotel what'd you tell them dot com the next day and i was like and that uh you guys what'd you tell them Oh, I told them exactly what they already knew. And they're like, yeah, it's a shitty hotel. You can have your money back. Okay, like, I respect yeah. that. Okay, yeah. At least they're going to own oh, up yeah. to that. Oh, yeah. 100%. I'm not kidding. There was one sconce on the wall. One sconce. <laughs> Nothing else. I was like, cute. This is cute. And not only was there only one sconce on Wait, the wall. Wait, I'm so sorry. What the fuck's a sconce? Sconce is a light. Yeah. Like a light a, fixture? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. That like hangs I was from like thinking wall. of like scones for a bit. And then yeah, like there was Caitlin one seemed to know what was going wall. on. I was like, what's going no, no, on? No, no, no. It's like a little light that's scones. hanging. Yeah. Like kind of like that. 
right there. That ugly ass boob light thing. Yeah. I hate those light. things. They're you know, so like ugly. like the little lights that hang next it's to like the It looks just like a droopy yeah. boob. And so I was like... Nothing against droopy boobs. We love droopy boobs <laughs> We love this droopy boobs. We probably have some. Uh, but yeah, so it was like <laughs> so creepy. So, so creepy. Then as soon as like we felt sober enough, we like packed it up yeah. and left. Because uh, like no way could I have stayed there. It was the scariest moments of my Ugh. life. And Hotels yeah. are scary as it is, but if you're in a scary hotel get the fuck out of there i think that's hilarious that you're at that event and then you guys would go outside and you're like this is a ghost town Let's go out and see what's going on. Let's go bar hopping. <laughs> yeah, we were like, let's leave the thing that we know is actually happening uh, right now to go venture out into this ghost town. Yeah, it was very, it was very fun. Uh, but like, like we said in the previous recording that we did not record. <laughs> Are you guys also at the point where like, did we already talk about this yeah, in the yeah, second yeah. recording? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So like the last several years, I did like nothing for New Year's Eve. <gasps> oh my God, you guys. I'm not recording again. I'm just kidding. Keep don't, going. Don't you dare. Don't you dare. I cannot tell this story again. Just kidding. We but, got 15 minutes of solid content. Yes. We're, I think, caught up where yes. we were last time. But yeah, like the last couple of years, I've just like had like low key moment, like moments, low key moments, uh, low key like nights for New Year's Eve. Yeah. So this year it was like kind of nice to like get dressed up and go out. But that's not like my yeah. forte for New Year's Eve. Yeah. I'm very much so like, let's chill, eat some dips. Yeah, and pass out maybe before midnight. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I already said this before, but it's like it's just like too much pressure. Yeah, I'm just and not. I've never been a fan. It, of like, it. I I was so exhausted after the holidays, and I think the introverted gods were like, let's give Brennan a cold so that he's got a great excuse to just yeah, complete completely antisocial for a solid week. Yeah, well, that's a nice thing too. It was like I wanted to go out of town for just to like be somewhere different for New Year's. But yeah. then like I Escape. also like. Okay, well, if we're not there, then we're not expected to be anywhere. Um, That's type of the thing. best thing. So it feels really good. Yeah, yeah, good. <laughs> I'm right there with you. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, I saw your Instagram story the other day, and I saw that you were over at Hamburger Tuna the yes. opening night. How yes. was that? Went to uh, both shows opening night uh, over my dead baby, the student sketch show. Um, which was great. Um, These are all at Planet Ant Theater yes. in Hamtramck. Yes, Directed yes, by yes. Mike McGadigan. Correct. Um, yeah, there was only three writers for this class, so that was kind of interesting because uh, there's usually more, I yeah. feel like. Um, but yeah, it was a really fun show. There were a few people that I have never seen before, and they were great, so that was really fun. That's to, always fun. Yeah, to watch. Um and yeah, hamburger tuner tuna tuner was hamburger tuner <laughs> hamburger tuner. Uh, it was super fun. Um, I am super close with my siblings, so it was really fun to watch two siblings just have fun yeah, on stage. It's a lot of fun together. to watch siblings rev. I love. I love. I love. I love. several segments of this show mm-hmm. um and they are to pull in the concept of our name which is vulnerability mm-hmm. so we go through different stages in your life and discuss some moments in those stages that were formative or that may have been vulnerable that have like just embarrassing funny mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. just something that sticks out Anything, at you yeah or just something that comes to mind where you're like that is a reason i am who i am yeah. today yeah and yeah so it could range from anything serious to funny to whatever you'd like. Yeah. Okay. Um, so so we'll start at the our beginning. first segment is called The Sprout. The, the Sprout. Sprout. Which is uh, childhood to 18 years old. Okay. 
Um, so I was a huge tomboy growing okay. up. Um, so I feel like a lot of my uh, upbringing was very, I was like riding this line of like, I wasn't sure who to be, how to be type of thing. And especially, I mean, it wasn't that long ago, but 30 years ago was a lot different than it is now with uh, yeah, like how sure. girls and boys Two weeks be. ago was a lot yeah. different than yeah. it is now. Yeah. <laughs> um, so I had a lot of like struggles with... Um, having like friends at moments because I was always like the tomboy. So like boys would be friends with me for a little bit and then like wouldn't want to. And then I had like girls be like, you're weird. Why are your pants so baggy? (laughs) Um, So a moment that stuck sticks out to me uh, was when I was in uh, second grade. This has nothing really to do with being a tomboy, but um, this is, uh, I loved attention. Big surprise. Um, Shocker. <laughs> Somebody in the comedy community likes attention. Uh, and I like made up this like elaborate story to my second grade teacher about how I like I I had trouble reading and I had to like miss a certain like a, one class a week to like go to a special reading tutor while everyone else like got to go to an extra gym class <laughs> so i was two <laughs> gym classes yeah it's time for second gym class caitlin go <laughs> learn how to fucking read so um i like was at jacobson's one day and my mom let me get these like the like round glasses that flipped from sunglasses to like the round very, glasses. very cool mm-hmm. yeah um this is the 90s. So, yeah 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 so i broke off the sunglasses part and just rocked like the glasses and i made up this whole elaborate story to my second grade teacher about like i can read now i don't need to go to the reading class anymore like <laughs> <laughs> I can't read oh my because God, I couldn't I see that. like this whole thing. And I like was like, yeah, I'll have my mom get a note for you. Like totally this owning is what the show. I was missing. Yeah. And I then finally figured out the thing. Yeah. So then my mom came to like pick me up and Mrs. Riddle was like, oh, I'm so glad Caitlin got glasses. And my mom's like, what are you talking about? And like, <laughs> it's like this whole thing. So. Uh, I just wanted to be in gym class and not read. Oh, so. you didn't like go into the reading thing? No, it was like embarrassing because... Was it just you? It was just me and like yeah. another kid from like another class. So it was just like the kids who... It was like, Caitlin has undiagnosed ADHD and probably a little dyslexic, but we're not going to figure that out. We're just going to send her to the special... It's the 90s. Let's yeah. throw her in this class. Yeah, so... We're doing what we can with yeah, what we Yeah, so I would got. get on a bus and go to the school down the street. <gasps> you had to get on a bus? Oh my God, you had to go to another wow, that, building? Okay, I, at first I was like... That, I guess that's kind of embarrassing, but you're yeah. just like, what, going to another classroom for <laughs> no. 45 minutes? Getting on a bus. That's, that's, that's a thing. That's, that's definitely going to make you feel like you're yeah. not a part no of the group. Right. Broke your and were you the classes. only one on the bus, Caitlin? No, there was like two or three other <laughs> I'm imagining <laughs> a full bus <laughs> with just bus. a bus driver and poor little Caitlin in her backpack. Yeah. She's like, hey. Yeah. So, um. They're just like little things like that that I always felt like I was kind of like felt like I didn't belong type of thing. I think that was before they realized, oh, things that we do like removing a child yeah. from the pack and uh-huh. taking them to the second destination yeah. is largely impactful on their yeah. children pick state. up on stuff. Oh yeah, I really felt. I mean, well. like I 
I have terrible anxiety. And like, I think back on things like that now and I'm like, well, no, I mean, like I had some environmental things going on that like definitely made it worse. But like, those were the things that I'm like, why? Yeah. Why? Yeah, this isn't, this isn't the best way to yeah. do this. That lady should have came to you. Yeah. So well, it's like classic Catholic school too. Just like not paying attention. Oh, you went to Catholic yeah. school as well. Yeah. K through eight. I got held back in third grade too. So again, another little, uh, like yeah. thing where I was just kind of like, oh, I'm not figuring this out. Well, last uh-huh. episode, I kind of talked about this. When I was in early education as well, I was also just like ADHD yeah. and it was the 90s. So yeah. unless they pumped you with Ritalin, right. they were like, oh, we got to put them in a special ed class. Right. And there was absolutely nothing wrong with me. And I also didn't take well to when they tried to put me on Ritalin because that's all they wanted to do with 90s kids. Yeah. And I got like really sick. And so my mom was like, I'm not putting her on that. And the school system I was at was like literally like if she's not on that, she can't come here. Yeah, and my mom was so like, wild. okay, well, then she's not going to. Yeah. But, like, they they wanted to put me in one of those classes because I just couldn't pay attention yeah, to the teacher. Yeah, I was just, I, I had all the signs. I don't know whether it was just, like, my mom didn't want me on Ritalin or it was, like, I... Oh, it was terrible. They it's just, a like, whole other world. Like, and you, like you said, like, it was only 30 years ago. Yeah. But it's a completely different world now where we're like, this isn't an embarrassing thing. This right. is like, that's what that individual is going through because everybody's different. So yeah. let's give them the resources that they need to succeed. Well, and that's the thing. Whereas in the past, it'd be like, this isn't how we do things. Like, yeah. that's, right. you need to just go to a traditional school. And if you can't, then that's on you. Right. That's right. fucked yeah. up. Well, and I feel like nowadays we're starting to realize that children just don't learn the same everybody exactly and like some are visual learners (laughs) some are whatever you know and so like I just really needed a little extra like coddling at that moment and instead they like it feels like a punishment yeah it feels like a punishment then you just kind of feel like well if this like I just kind of gave up at that point I like just learned how to either cheat learned how to get out of work or learned how to like just you get work, by. You learn your workarounds. And also like think about it from the parents' perspective, like our parents in yeah. that moment. If a professional's telling you your child needs this medication yeah. to make them better, or right. that there's something wrong with your child, like you feel like you listen to the professional. Right. But luckily my mom was like, No, I'm an advocate for my child and she doesn't need Ritalin or these special classes. And I know yeah. my child a lot better. Yeah, and I know my know. child better than yeah. you. And I, I, I eventually did find a teacher that was like I'm a teacher I'm stopping this process there's nothing wrong with her and uh, I tested out of whatever their situation was immediately yeah so yeah so if you're like already struggling to make make friends and stuff uh because you felt like you were different because you're a tomboy like I'm sure all that other stuff didn't help either no yeah so I got held back in third grade so then but then after that like I kind of clicked in with the, the class that I was with and like things were fine up until about like you know when everyone's like 12 13 everyone's like changing how they see people and um I just remember I was like still I wore like I looked like a member of Blink 182 like that's how I dressed I (laughs) wore like knee pipes high socks I played tons of sports I loved hockey so it was just like this weird time where like I was kind of like trying to like stay afloat with like uh, I don't know what I'm doing. Um, so, if uh, you were a child today, you would be embraced like hardcore. Oh, They'd right. Be like, oh, I know. This girl I, is I look back cool. at pictures. I'm like, damn, man. I'm but I'm cool happy that well. we have a world like that for children now <laughs> right, because right. I also was a total outcast growing up. Yeah. It's like I don't 
fit in with the boys yeah. or the girls. Yeah. So uh, the end of sixth grade, I started to kind of like, I was like, I think I need to like figure out like what, who I am type of like, let's explore. Sure. So then, you know, it goes from one end of the spectrum to the other. So when I went into seventh grade, I was like at a Catholic school still. So it's very hard to show who you are because you wear a uniform every day. So, um, but I, are you okay with saying which Catholic school? Oh yeah. Our lady queen of martyrs. Oh, I don't know Um, that one. It is on Pierce road in Birmingham. That's probably why. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, it's super small. Um, Sounds fancy though. Yes. Birmingham. Uh, our um, rival school. Where'd you was, grow up? Uh, in Southfield, and then we moved to like the Beverly Hills uh, area. Okay. Um. So. Uh. Yeah. So, I went on like a little shopping spree with my mom. We went to Limited Two, and I bought my first pair of like flared jeans, Ooh. and they were like Whoa. super low cut. They had a little sparkle to them, which was, I mean. You guys see how I am now. It's very much not. That's me. very Kayla <laughs> You have. Okay. She's got. She's got boot cut, like uh, bell bottom jeans on right now, <laughs> with bedazzled and up and down. And they say sugar yeah. on the ass. Yeah. Um. So and then like Abercrombie <laughs> was like my shit. Um. So I would just buy like tons of like little shirts and like flared jeans and was that was like, the look it was the a look good chunk of time. a tight tight polo not your look not my look but i like was like well this is what everyone's doing like every other girl is, is dressing like am. this so i gotta do this and yeah. then like eighth grade kind of rolled around and i was kind of like was listening to like punk and pop mu- punk music so i like completely switched gears but i i had like such a hard time so do you have like little pieces of flair that you were able to add to your uniform to express yourself um or were they like no in seventh grade, we were allowed to wear Land's End, so we were allowed to get sweaters, like different types of sweaters, but they had to be certain colors, and I always wore a sweater vest instead of, like, the regular sweater, and uh-huh. it was, like, very much, like, just me and my best friend at the time wore sweater vests, and it was, cool. like, our thing. I went to Catholic school for one year, <laughs> which was fifth grade, a very formative year, <laughs> so me and my brother, like, convinced our mom to send us to Catholic school for one year, because our cousins went there, oh, and we're mm-hmm, like, oh, mm-hmm. we gotta go, too. Yeah. We both hated it yeah, and it derailed terrible. our education yeah. for years but we went there and um i remember one day you know how there was like dress days where you were yeah, allowed jeans to wear, like, days jeans days mm-hmm. where you were allowed to wear like normal you had clothes. to donate a dollar yeah to wear jeans that's bullshit well, i remember one day i thought it was jeans day and mm. i came oh, in this, i did that too yep and no joke for the entire day i got made fun of because i had like normal clothes on mm-hmm. and everyone was like <laughs> it is clearly not that day and i'm like okay <laughs> calm down but my signure piece to my uniform was i wore these like baby doll high heels oh, that uh-huh, were like uh-huh. the like black a steve madden white. yeah type uh-huh. Mm-hmm. My cousin Nikki gave them to me, and my cousin Nikki wore hoops at the time, so mm-hmm. I thought she was the coolest oh, bitch yes. I've ever met. Oh, yes. God, I love hoops. And yeah, so I wore these like high heel baby doll shoes with my uh, Catholic girl school mm-hmm, uniform, mm-hmm. and everyone was just like, who is this bitch? Oh, <laughs> as soon as we were allowed and to- not it, in a good way. Yeah. As soon as we were allowed to in the winter time, I switched to slacks because I was a tomboy. Like, I hated wearing the jumper every day. I don't remember if we were allowed to wear slacks. And as soon as it was like- the winter you could wear navy blue chinos and in the summer you could wear like shorts like navy shorts okay, yeah and so i, I we always were. opted yeah, in right. those options um but yeah so like sixth and seventh grade were really confusing i just felt like very like didn't know 
what end was up. I didn't I didn't feel like I fit in. Uh, and I and that's also like traditionally a horrifying time yeah, to go through. Yeah, and it was like Everyone's I had a hard confused. time with like being in religion class, like all of that stuff. Like I didn't feel like I was like agreeing with it, and I couldn't say anything. Yeah, because you're a child. Yeah, and, and you're so like maybe just, I don't know better. Yeah, it was just this really. And terrible... they started making you play the recorder, which I guess oh, like oh. yes, or the bells. But I the recorder and the bell. I liked Hot the xyl- I loved the xylophone. <laughs> no, let me tell you what <laughs> she she's a xylophone girl. Caitlin loved... has never met a xylophone that she didn't love i loved when i got to play the xylophone um but yeah so when i was going through that like transitional like time the other thing was because i got held back i was like two years older than everybody so i had like developed before everybody else too so i had like boobs like everything else was like there getting a lot of attention for that yeah but i also got my period like way sooner than other girls so it was like just this weird thing that like I felt like I couldn't talk about like it was like the thing you didn't talk about yeah that's horrible um but yeah so there was this one day when we were in class and I got up to go blow my nose because I didn't have to blow my nose but I had ADHD so anytime I needed to get up I'd go get a Kleenex yeah and when I got up from my chair there's blood on the chair and I was like immediately I like grabbed the Kleenex and I like went over I like cleaned it up and then I like had to go to the bathroom to like check and our skirts were like plaid but there was like white in the plaid and I got period all over that so I like put my uh like sweater on or like sweatshirt and put it around my waist and I went down to the office I ended up just going home because I was like just mortified oh my god but yeah it was just like you know especially then I never knew when it was coming and like yeah I was like still getting you were dying no, I, She's, I, that I is had, a common thing for girls. I, to think yeah, dying. I um had already had my period, so I like knew I was having. Oh, you it. Just I just didn't, didn't know, know when it was gonna yeah. when it was gonna come. No, the first time I got my period, uh, my best friend and I were babysitting down the street, and. I uh, went to the bathroom and my it was like my underwear was like destroyed. Yeah. <laughs> and I went upstairs to go use the house phone to call my mom down the street. And I didn't and I was just, again, embarrassed to have it. And I called my mom and I was like, well, it happened. Can you bring me and like whatever? And I went downstairs and my best friend was like the baby monitor was on. I heard you got your period. And I was like, oh. Oh, <laughs> fucking baby monitor ruined your life once again. Yeah, I know. Um, so yeah, those are like the like very like standout uh, like moments. Yeah, that's of, like, a rough your body stage, and then you. it sounds like your per, uh, personal situations like a little bit more amplified. Yeah, than yeah. What somebody else was going yeah, through at that for time. Sure. Yeah, that's yeah. so. I always find it so interesting, like how kids adolescents were, because like that really speaks volumes for who you are as an adult. Yeah. And like, yeah. And it definitely like lays down a foundation. And I think it's a good thing, though, to like yeah. go through all that bullshit. Because oh, then yeah. as an adult, you're like, I I've been through it. OK, yeah, like, yeah, yeah. what do you got? Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Let I've me have through it. My Catholic girl <laughs> uniform. Yeah. I'm good here. Yeah. Um, I have all the strength I need. <laughs> Yeah, bring it I on. mean, but like really though, yeah, because it's like that's not a fun thing to go through. No. You feel no more shame than you do when your own body produces things it's supposed to yeah. as a child. Yeah. yeah. Right. fucked up? It's so Just fucked like up. Just like natural. Yeah. 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 So, uh, 
Yeah, and then yeah, yeah, I didn't have a period thing. Obviously, Brenda, I'm a tell man. Tell us about your period. But like growing up gay and stuff, like it's like that's fucked up because you know that something's different with yeah. you. And then when everyone else is being like, "This is wrong," it's like it's a not a fun place to be when you're like, "I'm a kid and I don't have the wherewithal to be like this is totally normal and fine." Yeah, you know. Yeah. But then I feel like now as an adult, I'm like, yeah. I've been through a lot of crap, so uh, I can kind of handle pretty yeah, much anything. For sure. Yeah, for sure. Caitlin Sale. Yeah. Aw. Yeah. Well, that, what a... What a, what a I said Caitlin Sale, which is a girl I went to high school with. <laughs> Shout out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, so I, I can't really think... I mean, like, there's just always stuff with middle school. I can't really, like, Middle think school, of, like, universally, horrible time. Yeah. We've talked about it on the pod before. It's like, you couldn't pay me any amount of money no that. it's funny though to watch like you look at pictures from like seventh grade I look like one way and then eighth grade was kind of where I decided like this isn't who I am like I'm just gonna like be me and like there's a picture of me at our like l- like end of the year dance and like everyone's like it's like your time to shine wear what you want I'm wearing black pants and Etni's shirt or yeah Etni's like black t-shirt and a trucker hat sideways with the brim straight and flipped, like flipped up. I like it. I like that. What I did in middle school, I did this disgusting. So my thing, um, I would, I had this like stick that had like, it was like a wax stick and I would put it on my wet hair after a shower and then pull my hair down so it looked like I had wet hair all Mm -hmm, day long. mm -hmm, But mm -hmm. for some reason I felt, so hot like yeah. that and then i was also obsessed with the thing where you would put a long sleeve button-up shirt underneath a t-shirt mm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, and that mm-hmm. was like my go-to thing yeah. and then i like eventually graduated to doing like the thing that every boy in the early 2000s did, was like spike the front of yep, it yep yep i Ugh. wore everything my two older cousins the girl who gave me the baby doll shoes my mm-hmm. cousin nikki and everything my cousin Lori like wore i would try and find and replicate yeah like i i remember being very young and trying to get the same haircut as them oh, which yeah. was like not necessary for a young child right <laughs> and like i'd always like ask my mom if i could wear the big huge hoops and she's like you are a child no. yeah yeah <laughs> but, like i just wanted to be them so bad yeah i thought they were the coolest people in the world yeah but like that wasn't me yeah. i just thought they were so cool yeah, and you're just obsessed yeah. with the idea of being older yeah yeah, yeah. oh yeah oh and it God, turns I out loved being not old all it's to be being old. i have nephews and nieces and the nephews are older and i sound so annoying because i'm saying the same things that people told me but yeah. i was like please don't be in any hurry to grow up yeah it kind of it's nice but it also sucks like i have a ton of responsibility yeah there's always something to fucking do oh, i always wanted to I you always... don't get to have um like two weeks off for christmas yeah <laughs> god those i mean enjoy these things yeah. while they're going on it, it might suck that you have no control over two what months you get off to in do. the summer are you no. kidding me oh yeah like I mean... right <sighs> If yeah. you could give that to me again, yeah, I'd be. I would so be a. Happy. Uh, I would be a whole person again. But yeah. right now, I'm broken. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding. But I'm feeling a little bit better now that I took a week off. It's like that was exactly what the doctor ordered. Yeah. Because people are not designed to be doing this like crazy working all the time. I also just learned that people aren't designed to sleep eight hours. We're supposed to sleep four hours twice a day. Oh, that makes that. So we're supposed to like have a little bit of time and then I love sleeping for four to five hours. That's about what I sleep. Yeah, and then night. like wake up, do a little bit of your day, yeah. and you're like, oh, all right, it's time for I another can... nap, and then let's go back to it. That's why I probably function better as a nanny because I would stay up late. 
I'd sleep three to four hours and then I'd take a nap when the kid took a nap for two to three hours. And, and then he felt like I a, felt like a new person. Yeah. When I was in college, I would go to school and then I would take a nap so that I could like wake up and then like study and stuff. And that was like how I thrive. But like schedules as an adult doesn't yeah. really allow that. It doesn't. Right. All right. So that was All your right. sprouts. Our next segment is our seedling. The, the seedling. seedling. And mm-hmm. that is uh, about 18 to 25-ish. Okay. Um, yeah, high school was like quite a weird journey. Again, trying to figure out like, do I look and dress like all the other girls? Do I want to be like, you know, me? Don't give a, you know, whatever. So I kind of ran with that. Uh, I was, when I was 18, I was a junior in high school because I was held back. So I was right. very old. So um I didn't drink in high school um, or do anything like that. So I was kind of like the DD all the time. And I like quickly was learning that like I was only being asked to hang out because of that. Oh, people were taking advantage of you. Yeah, like I was kind of like, okay, this kind of just seems like. Did you use that to fit in or did you? Oh, I used it to fit in because I was like. you still felt shitty? Yeah, but I like. But you were aware of what was going on while you Kind of, but it like took a minute to figure it out. And then I was kind of like, I don't like these people. It was just like the cool, like the quote unquote, like cool kids. And like, I always just felt like very out of place. I always got the like, (laughs) love that you don't try or like, you don't care. Like that type of, uh, backhanded fucked up comment. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I quickly like figured that out and like uh, figured out like who you and and who you wanted to spend time with. Kind of. And then, yeah, my senior year was just kind of like, don't, I don't care. I was like so checked out. Um, I felt like I was I was going through a lot more than my friends were at the time. So it was like like with my family stuff. So it was kind of one of those things where I was just kind of like, fuck all of you. Like you guys don't realize like this is like such trivial type shit. Was um, there anything that you feel comfortable talking about? Oh, yeah. Um, Both of my parents are like alcoholics and so through high school it was like at its worst so I was kind of like raising all of my siblings how many siblings do you have I'm the oldest of five whoa I didn't know that I thought I thought maybe it was just like you and two sisters yeah so I have the two sisters and we're (laughs) super close I like how you like gave a very knowing (laughs) story like those are the ones that I talk about but those are the ones you see on social media um but yeah I have I have two (laughs) I'm very aware of what I expose to everyone else um I have two twins brothers that are seven years younger than me so right now we're kind of now at that part where like we're all they're kind finally of catching like, up yeah, yeah um but yeah so, so you're the oldest of five yeah holy shit that yeah. actually explains a lot because i'm number five of six and i feel like there's always like a certain kinship with other people like you come from a family with a yeah. million people yeah yeah, yeah i yeah. got you yeah you yeah. know lauren or not she's the youngest of six kids dang that's a lot. Anyways, sorry. Yeah. No, so you're, you're the oldest of five. Yes. Uh, so throughout like all of high school, I was kind of like coming home to like a traumatic, like trauma type of thing. Yeah. So um, I didn't like to study. I didn't like to do anything well, like you're that. You're distracted. Yeah. You got other th- more yeah, important things Yeah, for sure. So um, I just like kind of learned. I was, I had a teacher that I met like my sophomore year that was like my Mr. Feeney who kind of like saw it 
figured it out and then like would help me with like my schoolwork and stuff but like kind of made it clear to me that like no like what you're going through is like traumatic and that's not normal for someone your age to be dealing with so I like very quickly was just kind of like over it and like didn't really want like care to be friends with the people I was friends with by the time I was a senior because I just was like ready to be done with it yeah um so yeah my senior year I uh it was just I got like all A's and I like had never done that before but I just like because this teacher because of this teacher because I knew that like I was I took all classes I was like interested in so it was like all film and like writing and things like that um isn't it wild that once you have that one teacher to zone yeah. in on you and be like, I see you yeah. and I'm an outside force yeah. and I want you to know that And it's an that, adult like, figure like right? taking you seriously. And it's them yeah. okaying. Tre- treating you like a human being. Yeah. Them okaying like what is, not okaying like yeah. saying it's yeah. okay, yeah. but yeah. them telling you like the in, the feelings you're having are, yeah. are natural are for valid. what you're going through. Yeah, for sure. So it, it was... It, so you like, mean, you cut the fat, you got this guy, things yeah. are going a little bit better? Yeah, so I... Um, it's funny too, because like, at once I found improv, it like all made sense. Because like in high school, I was always like, I want to be with like the forensics kids and the theater kids, but I like... Why didn't you? I don't know, I because I didn't think I could. I don't, I don't know. I hear this so many times from people. I, everything, like, I, if you look back, everything about like me as a kid like that's what makes sense when I hear like you know famous people whatever like talking about like the things that they did or like people that are like in the arts like talk about the weird things that they did or how they played as kids like yeah that's all I did I was in my head all the time yeah like I never was like on the ground that was your stage as a child yeah yeah my mom said there'll be days like this but I didn't think there would be and I can't wait for more days like this on the next half of this episode in a couple days